And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a threatened strike at CP Rail has Saskatchewan farmers seeking quick federal back-to-work legislation. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag, and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan farmers are hoping for quick back-to-work legislation next week if CP rail workers take strike action this weekend. 3,000 CP conductors and engineers have issued a strike notice for midnight Friday if no deal is reached this week. APAS President Todd Lewis says a rail strike would be devastating for grain exports and he wants Ottawa to end any shutdown quickly. The rail line CPR there and, and the union have been uh, in negotiations for a long time and you know it's unfortunate it's come to this. Unfortunate come to this. Have you thought of expressing a desire for back-to-work legislation or anything along those lines? Through the Crop Logistics Working Group, it's an industry group appointed by Minister McCauley, uh, speaking you know, specifically towards grain movement, and we uh, signed on to a letter with them last week uh, asking that if a strike does occur, that the government move, move quickly for uh, back-to-work legislation. But we're certainly hoping that there are negotiations that are going to, uh, our understanding is they're going to occur uh, later on this week, and uh, the uh, mandate isn't here yet as far as uh, when the strike's going to start, and uh, we're hoping that cooler heads prevail and uh, they're able to come to an agreement. Labor unrest is nothing new either, just it's the same as winter time and just another list of excuses that railway, railways can use for bad service, and we certainly uh, have seen a little bit of improvement in service, but we're still a long way away from where we need to be as far as uh, getting the grain backlog cleaned up. What impact would a strike have on grain movement? Oh, it would shut it down completely on the CP, CPR lines, and we just can't afford that. We're already uh, tens of thousands of grain cars behind, and even uh, the last number of stats I looked at, you know, we need to move a, a million tons a, a week, I believe is the number, and we're still at 700,000, uh, even with the improved movement. So we need a, a lot more grain moved, and uh, boats are waiting out on the coast, and our customers need this grain, and we need to deliver be able to uh, deliver it. So you would like to see Ottawa move speedy for back-to-work legislation if the strike does go ahead this weekend? Oh, I think that's a given that the government will need to step in. We can't afford, and it's not just the grain economy, the entire Western Canadian economy can't afford to have our our, uh, shipments not occur. And, you know, I think it's not to throw the union under the bus either. There's a bargaining process that has to uh, take place. And, you know, I think there's a lot of frustration, obviously, on on their side of the ledger when, uh, you know, there's a strike vote and it's over a 90% mandate to uh, go on strike. It's it's unfortunate that CP has uh, managed their affairs that it's come to this again. Yeah, my understanding is that the union has given strike notice they could go on strike strike as of midnight Friday. Yes, that would be disappointing, and we sure can't afford that as far as the grain industry do. Uh, we're already in a bad position, and that would just add to it. So obviously you want Ottawa to move next week? Absolutely, if it comes to that, and uh, we're sure sure hoping it doesn't. And hopefully the federal government is, uh, will be giving signals. I don't know if it'll be public, but I mean, hopefully behind the scenes they're uh, pushing uh, the two parties to get together and, and come to some kind of agreement that doesn't include a strike. On another topic, Todd, when do you hope to get doing some spring seeding? <laughs> Well, that's a good question. I'm staring at a oh about a five foot snowbank in my in my hedge right now, so we're a long way away from it right now. Uh, it's certainly uh, plus fifteen on the weekend. We'll we'll uh, sure make things look different. But actually, I flew back into Regina last night and uh, to a nice.
nice snowstorm that we were having. So the moisture is welcome, that's for sure. But we sure need some warm weather to get the ground thawed out. I would, I would say certainly we'll, you know, we're into certainly no chance whatsoever. The first of May, things can change quickly. But I think probably, you know, we're sure hoping that after that first work in May that we'll be able to get on the fields. Todd Lewis Farm, southeast of Regina, near Gray. The CP rail workers have been without a contract since the 1st of January. Meanwhile, voting on a tentative deal at CN Rail for 1,700 engineers is underway. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Seeding is about two weeks behind normal in parts of southern Saskatchewan. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Daphne Cruz says unusually cold spring weather has caused a delay in spring planting, but it's too early to determine any changes to seeding intentions. This winter just doesn't seem to want to let go, so we are behind. You know, typically when I look back the last decade in, in the southwest and the south, even southeast, you know, we're, we could be 2 to 3% seeded by now. So, you know, just kind of nicely getting going. But, you know, with this winter and the cold soils and the frost kind of not very, you know, far away from the surface of the soil, it definitely is causing some late intentions getting into the field. And so I, I suspect when farmers can go and when this weather warms up and it looks like here in the next week we're going to hit some double digits, so they will be ready and I, I'm assuming most drills and all that kind of stuff's ready to go. And so some of the pre-seeding work I'm, I'm thinking, you know, may wait until seeding is finished and they'll have to go maybe um, after seeding and, and do some in-crop applications of what they might have done beforehand. So that might, you know, change things up a little bit in compared to, you know, what we typically like to see this time of year. When do you expect seeding to start? Well, in the south, there's been some, you know, talk of, you know, within the week, you know, in, in some areas, and, and I think that might be, you know, just nicely getting going. I haven't heard of anybody really in the field right now, but like I said, lots of times in the southwest, you know, by the second week in April, we do see farmers in the field seeding, and so uh, they are behind at least a week there. And, you know, as we move further north, it just gets a bit later just because uh, there's more snow to melt up there. So the northeast, particularly, you know, they're sitting under still a foot, foot and a half of snow and with very little melting happening because of our very cold nighttime temperatures in particular. So they're under that issue where they have to let the snow go, obviously, before they can get out in the field. And so uh, typically, you know, the northern parts of the province don't get going until last week in April, early part of May anyways, but definitely some delays will happen there for sure. Mid-May it sounds like. Sounds like that, yes. And, you know, in the northeast, depending on how this spring and how the, the snow does go, we might be looking at a different situation there. If, you know, the water goes quickly, we may start seeing, you know, some pooling of water in the lower areas, and so that might become an issue when it comes to getting in the field. And in the south, because of our little snowfall that we had and because of the dry year we had last year, you know, we're suspecting very little runoff for some of those dugouts and, and some of the livestock producers there. So very different situations when we look from the south, south part of the province to the north part. Do you expect the very cold weather, the late seeding to change the seeding intentions? There has been some talk of that, yes, and I think it's maybe a bit too early to tell, but typically when we have this late start, we start seeing producers maybe move toward a shorter season varieties such as oats and barley, you know, and then, you know, some of these crops that do need some of the warm soil temperatures like soybeans that needs the 9, 10 degrees to 
you know, to have that crop pop up and, and be very vigorous the first part of its growing season. You know, we might see some shift there when it comes to some of those crops that require some of those warmer temperatures. But, you know, we've had years, we've had a late start, and, you know, we kind of catch up through the growing season, and harvest is, is no different compared to when we get in uh, at normal times. But that'll all play out um, as the growing season progresses here. Daphne Cruz is the Provincial Crop Extension Specialist in Saskatchewan. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing some upward movement in early trading this morning. Oats rose 34 cents at 152.79. Number one red spring wheat gained 249 at 243.70. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $260.92. Feed barley, 195.63. Canola, 491.24. Flax, 462.84. Yellow peas, 244.54. Feed wheat, 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is up one and a quarter cents at 613 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, April the 18th. A one-day short for 1,325 head. 425 cows and bulls, a total of 1750 for the day. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady here for the last month. D1, D2 cows 80 to 90, sales to 91.92. D3 cows 70 to 80, 70 to 80. Cows are averaging 85.50. Good bulls, 103 to 113, sales to 115, 116. The bulls are averaging 108. Today in the pre-cert, market selling quite a bit stronger to active, uh, active prices here today. Some highlights on the steer side, 400-pound steers, 239, 500-pound steers, 230, 550-pound steers, 219, 650s, 218. My favorite pen, 700-pound steers, 197, 800-pounders, 184, and 950-pound steers, 150. On the heifer side, 450-pound heifers, 216, 500-pounders, 208, 550s, 194. 650-pound heifers, 182, 700-pounders, 172, and 800-pound heifers, 158. I also have another favorite pen here, six Holstein steers weighing 1570, topped out at $1. twenty-four. This gentleman always does a good job on these Holstein steers. Next week, April the 25th, pre-sort only weighing on Tuesday, just a one-day sort. It's time of the month again, sheep lamb goat sale this Friday, April the 20th, sale time at 11 o'clock, expecting 1,000 head. Looking forward for this warm weather coming on the weekend. All the barbecues will be out. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,700 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 119 to 126 per CKG. Today, sales expected to be around 5,600 head, selling in a range of 121 to 129 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up 17 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2552. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.37 cents U.S. 
U.S. negotiated cash markets gained more than $1 U.S. 100 weight in yesterday's trade and appear to be developing into a more positive trend over the last few trading days. Cash markets typically gain about 20 to 30% of their value over a six-week period from mid-April to the end of May, but the rallies tend to be abrupt and strong but short-lived. Lean hog futures are seeing solid gains in early morning trade, with some of the summer month contracts returning to the $80 U.S. 100 weight level, not seen since the middle of March. However, producers likely have more price risk to manage in the September to December time frame and should mitigate a portion of this risk at current prices. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy skies. 30% chance of showers this afternoon, wind northwest 20, the high today plus 6 degrees. Some fog patches overnight with a low of minus 4. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, morning fog patches, wind southeast 20, the high plus 8. Chance of evening showers tomorrow and the low minus 4. Friday, sunny skies, the high 13, the low 0. Saturday, again, very mild compared to what we've had. Sunny skies, the high 15, the low plus 1. Sunday, sunny, the high near 11 degrees, the low minus 2. Monday, sunny, the high plus 9, the low minus 2. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high 13. The normal high is 13 degrees for this state. The normal low is minus 1. And we had an interesting hot spot in Saskatchewan of 10 degrees in Leader in the western part of the province. The cold spot is at 0 in Saskatchewan at Watrous. The hot spot in Canada is in Azure, Alberta at 10.9 degrees. In other words, just a little bit warmer than Leader. And the cold spot in Canada is up in Nunavut at minus 30. On the roundup this hour, we have Estevan at plus 2. Saskatoon plus 6. Swift Current plus 7. Weyburn is plus 2. Yorkton plus 3. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 16. Humidity 91%. The barometer is rising 102.6. There's still fog lingering in Moose Jaw. It has burned off mostly in Regina, but fog lingering in Moose Jaw at zero. Winds are from the west-northwest at five. Once again, Regina cloudy and plus two. That's 36 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.